Strap in. It's time for the extra point. Auburn's best sports talk radio show. Auburn's only sports talk TV show. He better count basketball wins. Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. Oh, yeah. And they signed Cody Parkey. SEC champion Cody Parkey. I picked Pitt, and I was right. Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. The guys give you the latest. Penn State by a million. Thank you. Trey. John Gruden cried after he traded Khalil Mack, and now he's dancing in the locker room, <laughs> saying he wished he had a disco. Call in at 334-844-9345 to join the debate. My boy got it oh, all locked. I thought you were saying 1,800 yards in this game. I was like, Jared. <laughs> the X's and O's begin now on Eagle Eye TV and WEGO Radio. The Extra Point, presented by WEGO Sports, where every game lives. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. We'll start with Carter Bird first. Carter, it is Wednesday, February 12th. Storms rolling in, but not for right now. But for this morning, how are you doing? Jared, I'm fantastic. How are you? That's the real question. Mr. All-Nighter walked in the studio this morning and your lights off asleep. How are you? Alive. That was in question, apparently. That, 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 that was in question, yes. That, does not start like that. That, that, that is true. Uh, pulled an all-nighter. <laughs> and now he's sick. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, I don't know where that the, the tickle Jared has the from. coronavirus. Uh, I'm all right. We'll go on to Devin. Devin, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I went against, well, everybody, if you hurt, don't don't try to overdo things. I, like I really like my foot really hurts right now, and it really hurts really bad. Ever since I left the gym with Jared, and ever since that, Devin, it's your own fault. How? You couldn't walk two days ago, and you thought yesterday, hey, I'm gonna take my boot off that I'm supposed to be in for at least undisclosed another, amount of time, at least three months, and I'm gonna go play basketball. Yeah, but I, I ran a couple of games. You're that's, like the kid who, first game, who, who, who breaks his foot, gets put in the uh, in the cast, and the doctor tells him, "Don't put any weight on it for for two, three weeks," and you are within two days walking around in the cast like you shouldn't be, and therefore your six week recovery turns into a four month re- recovery. So to simplify that, he is Zion. Yes. There we go. We'll be out. Although right. Zion's back now. Exactly. So I'm going to be back too. Let's go, Zion. I appreciate there. you for that motivation. There you go. We can talk about what happened last night. At There's the only like Y'all kids. slightly different athletic abilities and frames and <laughs> body types and being who, actually drafted. Who who makes <laughs> re- legitimate money with their contract uh, as opposed to Devin over here? Only small differences there. Hey, but he is bigger, so if he can get back, then I definitely can get back. I'm, I'm like, 
a lot of pounds lighter, lighter than him. So. But before we forget about him, Jack Hart. Jack, how are you doing today? Very exact statement. Hey, good morning, Jared. Doing well. Glad to see you made it. You don't seem very excited about He's that. He's Mr. Syracuse orange mascot himself over there. I'm Ollie the Orange. The I didn't orange. even realize you were wearing a Syracuse orange jacket. I didn't either until I, I, until I, actually, I had already said that. <laughs> <laughs> My only orange hoodie. Believe it or not. Do you need water? <laughs> Are you okay? Do we need to save you? <laughs> Do I need to be the host? Because, bro, you mm-mm, get right in. Right, I'm all right. All right, there we go. I'm I just, all right. I, I still love the very exact statement by Devin over here that he is a lot of pounds lighter than Zion. I mean, it's true. It's definitely it true. It's definitely true. It's not like Zion has access to the best, the best training staff in the NBA, but Devin... And his own logic of I'm gonna go play basketball two days after not being able to walk. I, I believe in his medical expertise more than the Suns. Well, we'll we'll talk about <laughs> what happened at the wreck yesterday. But first, let's open up every show, and that is with the fast break. Step back, kiss myself, Neil Fox. Woo! Wake up! It's the fast break. Your top stories this morning. Your top stories for Wednesday, February 12th. The Houston Astros owner, Jim Crane, is expected to meet with the full Astros roster on Wednesday to discuss the team's strategy. (coughs) I'm going to be okay. For publicly addressing the sign-stealing scandal that has rocked the franchise all offseason. Sources familiar with the plans told ESPN on Tuesday. In a dominant performance, Joel Embiid at 26 points and 9 rebounds. As he dominated the bank, teammate Ben Simmons finished with 26 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists as the Sixers beat the Clippers 110-103 in their final game before the All-Star break. Speaking of Zion Williamson, the number one overall pick in last year's NBA draft in just his ninth career game, put up 31 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists in just 28 minutes in the Pelicans' 138-117 win over the Portland Trailblazers on Tuesday night. Going to the NFL, Quarterback Cam Newton said during Super Bowl week in Miami he would absolutely be ready to return to the Carolina Panthers in 2020. But owner David Tepper isn't ready to make that commitment, saying, Listen, I'm not a doctor, Tepper said on Tuesday. I said it a million times. Is he healthy? He's not a doctor. There's a lot of different things that can happen. Is he healthy? And then we can talk. The Jacksonville Jaguars have added another former head coach to their offensive staff by hiring former Giants head coach Ben McAdoo as quarterback coach, a league source told ESPN's Jordan Renan and Dan Grazino. And finally today, the 11th ranked Auburn Tigers will take on the Alabama Crimson Tide and put their five-game conference winning streak and their six-game overall winning streak on the line. The Tigers have recorded four league wins in that stretch that have given them a share of the conference lead with LSU and Kentucky. In those four games, three of them have reached overtime. That game is tonight at 6 Central inside Auburn Arena. Make sure you get online very early if you want to catch that game between the two rivals. That has been the Fast Break presented by WEGL Sports, where every game lives. I don't know how you milked that out for two minutes because it did not look like it was two minutes. Oh, no. I. It's a magic. It's a method. You know? Well, good but, job, Jared. Thank you. If you want to call in, you can at 334-844-9345. That is 
844-934-9345 to join the show. Or you can ask a question in our live TV stream on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, and YouTube about anything, whether that's Auburn basketball tonight against Alabama, whether that's any NBA news, NFL news, college basketball news. That will be happening at any point today. Just put your question in the live stream. We'll give you a shout-out, and we'll answer it live on the show. Now, before we do any of that, Jack, what we are going to start doing now is opening the show with a trivia question and then answering it at the 7.30 mark in the show. <laughs> okay. Man, are you okay? At the 7.30 mark in the show. So, Jack, let us open up. Give me that trivia question. Oh, hold on. Let me grab it. I didn't know it was my turn to read it. <laughs> it's your. It was your idea of a segment. I asked Jared to integrate it into the show, and it just says trivia. So, all right, I got it. <laughs> With the AP poll released Monday, Michigan State became the second-ever team to be ranked as a preseason number one to completely fall off the back of the poll since 1968. The only other team to do so knocked off an undefeated team in the big dance and did not fall until the national championship game. What was that other team to be a preseason number one and completely fall off the pole at some point in the season? Got you got to give me that team and the year. I give you the team and year? Yes. I got it already. I think. I g- could be completely wrong. We're wait till the 730 mark. I'm just going to put it all right. Don't look it up. I'm just going to Yeah, don't look it up. Have some fun with it. Think about it. Think about it. Well, if, the, the problem is the year for, for me. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I I can tell. I think I know the team right now. If you want to answer on the show, you can call in at three three four eight four four nine three forty five and see if you can guess it right before any of us by the seven thirty mark. People are sitting at home wondering what numbers you actually just said. Hey, yeah, you got to repeat that for me. That was not very clear. <laughs> if you want to answer the trivia question, you can by calling in at three three four eight four four nine three forty five. That's better. That is. Wait, what did I say before? Like it was just like it was very jumbled together and mumbled. It was very fast. Yes, it was like you were you were the voice at the end of those drug commercials that speak super fast about all the side effects that that were there. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with mesothelioma, I don't like this. All right, let's talk about in this cold open. All right, so I think we should take over the yeah, show. Yeah, I think Jared should go is. home. All right, Jack, uh, you got us, Jack. Put us in the right place, bro. No. This, this is ridiculous. I might. I'm on hour 27. Hey, that was up, Jared. Congratulations. Yes. You need some rest, bro. Here we go. You got up at four two days ago? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Wait. Yes, what was two days ago? Wait. No, it'd be yesterday? yesterday. Yes. Four. Whatever. Yes. Dang, Jared. So let's get into what happened yesterday. Me and DV over here went to the wreck. And uh, things happened. I'm technically back already. I walk in, Devin without a boot, looking like his warmer up is about to go to a game. And I ask him, are you sure? Are you ready? And I asked him about five times. He said, yeah, I'm okay. And now he's limping around again. Do you have your boot on today? He was limping around before this. He just made it worse. 
Yeah, I mean, I got the boot on now, but the thing about it was I, I was really just wanting to get out the house, you know, just get, you know, some fresh air, go to the gym, watch some people play. And um, some guys like, hey, you going to play? And I was like, most definitely. Go sit on a bench at Tumor's Corner. No. No, it's no entertainment. It's, so It's not. Uh, it's not entertainment. If we're going to say get out of the house and get some fresh air. The fresh air is the gym. The rec. The rec center is not fresh air. Fresh air is outside in the world. Well, I wanted to go to the gym and get some entertainment. And then uh, they was like, you want to play, bro? It was like, hey, bro, you want to play? So I put my shoes on. And uh-uh. I he's making this sound like I he happened to be at the rec and he happened to have his basketball shoes and he happened to decide this. <laughs> you decided in the group text about two hours before going, you're like, I'm going to the rec without a boot. Don't act like this was a spur of the moment. But, but I didn't think they was gonna ask me to hold. They is like, this our is this our what do you grill out at a barbecue segment right now? No, please, let's not start because uh, that was the worst segment on ever. Because that, that was just like, crazy. I don't want to go down that road again. And then you want? I, I mean, they I were they were wrong, but Jacob looked like he hated life in that segment. He really did. Jacob wanted to put the pole up and then absolutely blasted yeah, in the own pole. I think he wanted to get rid of. The topic, <laughs> <laughs> and he thought that that was the only way, only way to do it. It was very heated in between segments about barbecue. Hey, do you not see that? I just read that on the board. Who put it on, Jared? The I board. Don't know. The board says I'm picking Devin first, even with the boot. With the boot, even I'm with the boot. I'm picking you last because you'll probably be somehow so far. Set back in your recovery that you'll legitimately be. Jared, how did I no look? No weight on your foot. Jared, how, how did I look yesterday? In the Snapchat video that's publicly on my story, or the fourteen dunks that you missed? Hey man, I made the first one, then I had missed the next thirteen. It seemed like then I hit the last two, but I was, you know. Then I ran the whole three games. <laughs> what? I'm legit. But I felt it after that second game, though. I said, "Oh, y'all got to sit down somewhere now." But I'll show you the video, Carter. Yeah, I better pick me, bro, first. Here, here's the thing. Am bro. I the only one that just, like, doesn't really care about the <laughs> this All-Star game as much as everybody else? It's picking up a lot of steam. And by a lot of steam, I mean a lot of people. I mean, Carter, there's a, we're pushing 200 votes right now. And we haven't even publicly put it on any social media yet. That's, going, that's happening today. And you're very popular in those polls. Exactly. People uh, love you, Carter. People love you, Carter. I heard. I love you. I voted for you. I've I've learned my lesson to not respond to your compliments because you <laughs> follow it up with a negative statement immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, he cut on. <laughs> I'm waiting for Carl to show up. That way I know when to go to break. That's what, this, this, this is what I'm waiting for. But let's talk about what we have planned. So coming in to... Mm, Coming into no, there were a couple of comments from look like people related to Devin. Devin, first, Chastity Foreman, which I believe is your lovely, lovely mother, correct? I, I hope your mom is giving you a ton of crap for, she said, for running around with hey, a boot on. She said, Devin, this is why I can't take you serious. And then Dexter Foreman, who yeah. I believe is your father, is that right? Yeah. Said, anyone want to bet he had a low top shoes? And, he, and why he was trying to dunk? Actually, I did not have no low top shoes on. 
I actually wrapped my foot up before I did it. <laughs> and they can both go back to sleep. Uh, I love my mom. She's going to work right now, probably. Hey, mom, you do what you do. And make sure and make sure this guy's good for March 1st because that is the All-Star game. What we're going to do is we're going to hit you a quick commercial break. You guys want to say it, Carter? Hey, he just like... He was so fired up about him at basketball that both parents chastised him and he <laughs> and he just got real calm and real quiet over here. Hey, cuz. I can't say that's my mom. I can't, <laughs> I can't say too much. Can't say too much. And they some haters too though. Ever since I came out, you know, they hated on me when I was a when I was in my prime, out of my prime. They just haters. But it's okay though. Are you, wait, are you not in your prime anymore? I mean, right now I'm got one foot. Oh. But I'm still Wait, better than... I'm in my prime. Just because you're hurt doesn't mean it's not your prime? I mean, I'm not in my prime right now. As soon as their foot get better, I'm be back in my prime. But my mom was so a hater. There's like, there's like the little prime bell-shaped curve, and then there's a big hole in the middle <laughs> where Devin <laughs> broke his foot. <laughs> Let's go ahead and head to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll continue the extra point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside Extra Point here on WEGL 911 in Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard and joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. 720 here in the morning. Hopefully, your drive into work is going fairly well as we will start getting into a little bit more of actual sports and not us pretending that we know sports or know how to play sports. But before we get into that, I do want to kind of give a preview into what's going on with Weagle. Uh, the extra point, all four of us, plus other people such as Jacob Hillman, Jacob Hillman and Bay Marks and Davis Carroll, Alex Houston, Javon Cutler, Amanda Warren, all of them that have been involved with extra point, either on camera or behind the scenes or whatever it may be, all getting together for what looks to be a all-star game between extra point personalities. And today, the captain voting form will go out on social media, so... Obviously, I mean, you see this pretty face right here talking to you right now if you're watching the TV stream. I mean, how can you not vote for this to be a captain right now to lead one of those all-star teams, you know? Are you that desperate for votes right now? (laughs) Yes. That was that was the saddest moment you've had on the show, and I've watched your brain freeze, and I've watched you die coughing last segment. You just begged the public for votes for for an all-star <laughs> game that you created a week ago. But an all-star game that we'll have a lot of fun in, right? Do you want the updated voting numbers? Sure. All right. Currently, right now, the leading vote-getter is this beautiful face you see right here with 35 votes. I'm not sure I believe that, actually. I mean, it's right here. I mean, <laughs> I don't know to tell you. Okay, who's Nick? I would be captain number one. Captain number two, if voting was to end right now, would be J.P. Williams. So that would be your two teams. All right, I'm not if, playing if, then. If, if voting, if voting ended. <laughs> J.P. is a captain, I quit. Coming in third place, Devin. <laughs> Devin has the 
uh, 29 points, votes for third place. Fourth place is Carter with 19 votes. And fifth place, coming out of nowhere and eclipsing Jack, Bay Marks with 14 votes. Jack is in fifth place. Who is voting on this? I don't know. That's kind of the weird part. Jared stayed up all night, and now the, he's in the lead. So I really don't. <laughs> Jared's, know. Jared's, I, I, Jared's I totally that he totally did. He was in fourth last <laughs> night. No, it wasn't in the standings you sent us. You were. In I fourth. said random order. Go back and read the text. I said in no particular order, in random order. Here are the five. <laughs> boy, Jared. Yeah, that boy, Jared. Been putting in vote. <laughs> this man, this man's complaining about the all nighter he took, and he definitely voted for himself fifteen times last night, and then definitely went to the wreck. <laughs> I feel like this this all nighter is a little bit on you. On your... I canvassed for votes at the wreck by handing out flyers. Yeah, you probably have a Dagum campaign shirt. <laughs> I should. Oh, man. All right, let's get into actual basketball. I have a Chris Bosh used car <laughs> vote for me for the All-Star Game video like he made back in the day. Good dog. Do we want to turn to San Diego State now and make fun of them for yes, once? Yes, please. Anything but you and JP right now. <laughs> it, hold up. Hypothetical. Say I became the first captain, right? We got into the draft. If I drafted you, would you play for me? Maybe. If, if he drafted you, would you play for him? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. Well, we know how that's going to go. Jack. I will hey, I will Eli Manning my way off of JP's team if the San Diego Chargers in this instance would be JP drafted me. I would say, no, I will not play for your team. Trade me. And that's how that would go. Jack, San Diego State. San Diego State Aztecs are your Mountain West regular season outright champions. They clinched that last night, and they wanted to are let the world ever, know. Is there such thing as a your Mountain West champion? Because I don't think anybody cares about the Mountain West. I do. Storm the court. They have five teams of the Mountain West off the top. San of Diego head. State, New Mexico, where they played last night. Um, I'm going to assume New Mexico State's in there. Utah because State, Boise State, Hawaii. They stormed the court, <laughs> confetti fell, and the Aztecs Thank you, are Jack, trying to lock for up ruining that seed. moment where we proved that, that Jared didn't know oh, who was he, in the Mount West. He knows I've gotten five of them. That's the only five I, just, I know. I just did it in a <laughs> more quick fashion. Oh. Yes, they stormed the court. But that's like a big, that might be a big deal to them. So I think we don't, just let's just not crash that part. Well, that's what we thought. What do you mean that that's a big deal? <laughs> I mean, to it them? might be a big deal to them. They won the regular season four years ago. And the year before that. And the year before that. And two years before that. You said four And years. in 2011 and in 2006. Well, they, they, it just, this time was different. It means more. It means more. You can't just get max. It so means bad. them. Like, come on now. You can't do that. It's just like when it might just might just feel good to them today. They they <laughs> might just been excited. And they like let's storm the floor. We win. Like Auburn tonight. Regular season champs. Let's go. Okay. And like that. You I'm know, kidding about the Auburn part though. We should not have rushed the court. Also about tonight. Also about tonight. Couple times. Oh. Maybe they just want to do something. <laughs> you know. Right. They, you never know. They might just say let's do something. All right. Hang on. Let's go look and see what the line was on this game because that'll 
I believe they was, were they pushing ten points. They, okay, they were trailing in the first half. Ooh, but from hmm, three fourteen left in the first half, they never trailed again, and the gap just got massive. They were fifteen point favorites. Uh. I don't care who you are, you do not rush the court for the for that moment. Like if you want to be a one seed in the NCAA tournament. And you want to make a run at being the first undefeated team since Indiana to go undefeated an entire season. You cannot rush the court for beating a team that you were supposed to be beat by 15, even if it clinches your conference regular season championship. That's dumb. Then they can, you know, um, I, you got nothing? I mean... I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying hey, uh, like, at the end of the day, I mean, they can, you know, they was excited. It's just Now, was it a lot of people? I can, I can like confirm that it was a lot of people. Okay. I see no hardwood in the picture of the court. Oh, man, you got to okay. do it. You got to do hey, it. Hey, I can confirm uh, New Mexico State is not in the Mountain West. I goofed. Where are they at? They're independent. They were in the Sun Belt. So you're technically Weird. one short. You're definitely one Oh, short. I'll, I'll just throw in a... Also, Hawaii is not in the Mountain West. It used to be, though. In 2012. So, so Jack, Jack goofed, too, so you are two down. Where's Hawaii? They're not on the list of teams I'm looking at right now in the Mountain oh. West basketball standings. Oh, they play football. I messed I up. I play football. It'd be different. Oh, yeah, that's the team's. Well, I'm going to. Uh, well, you said San Diego Jared, State, right? I'm yes. going to San Diego State. Let's, I'm going. I'm going to go storm the floor. I mean, you might as well. What else you got? The do? Mountain West currently has no top twenty-five wins. What do you say? What, what else? else what else? Well, yes, because Jared, they have two other teams in the top eighty of the Kim Palm ra- rankings. Yeah. The Big Ten has ten in the top thirty. So the Mount West ten in the top thirty. The Mount West has two in the top eighty besides San Diego State. So who else San Diego State played? Wait, who they played? Really? Nobody. Oh, I mean they, they played. They, they played. Okay, they beat BYU. Okay, they beat Creighton, which right now is a good win. Mm-hmm. Okay, and boy, they walloped Creighton. Okay, they beat Iowa. That's a good win. Okay. Oh, okay. Now I thought you were saying like they just didn't play nobody. Yeah, all right. I don't blame y'all. San Diego State starting the floor. They beat Utah State. State. Win. Okay, that's fine. They beat Utah State again. Okay, that's fine. Their regular season ends in four games. Hmm. Oh, they can go on. Yeah. Oh, man, they should have waited to after they won the last <laughs> regular season game. Then they'd be like undefeated and check and like regular season champ. Well, then they had it a would reason. be it would be tough to rush the court at Nevada. Oh, yeah, they, they, they can pull it off. I was yeah. wondering how they. They clinched with I, – I, the second-place team had to have been really bad for that to happen, but I guess their season's just almost over. Yeah, it's 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 int- it's very interesting. Some of these conferences, like I want to say the, the West Coast Conference takes like a week off this week. Well, San Diego State, you can't lose in championship. I mean, on the um, conference tournament now. You can't lose, no. You don't storm the floor, no. You, you can't lose. Oh, yeah. yeah, you don't want to get embarrassed in your conference tournament in the <laughs> Who the two seed Gonzaga played on Saturday, I believe, and they don't play again 
like they don't have a, a midweek game. They have seven days off. You know, and that's probably a good thing for a lot of those teams, especially in the in the grind of it. Now, so Jack, to answer your question, San Diego State is five games up on Utah State and Boise State. Who knew that Boise State actually who had a played best- basketball? I didn't know they had a basketball team. Well, that was I, mean, I was up, kidding. Boise? I was kidding, but I really didn't. He. I really did. Utah State is probably the only other half relevant team in the Mountain West. The bottle was good. Ever since UNLV went back to being irrelevant back in what, the 90s? I'm talking about this year because Utah State was ranked at one point. Yeah. And the bottle was good the last couple of years. I think everybody graduated, though. So, I mean, they've had two or three teams usually that are decent, but. I remember when Air Force, I think Air Force may have been ranked at the beginning of the year because they like they were at some point ranked. They were raining threes on the world. That's not true. That's so not true because they started five and <laughs> two and five. Oh, two and yeah. I could have swore at one point they were ranked. No, they I remember. Were, or maybe it was Air the, Force football. They were the <laughs> best three point shooting team at one point. I think somebody somebody was. I do like the fact that you said that Air Force was raining threes on the world because, I mean, <laughs> it's a good one, Carter. Sorry, I'm like half-firing cylinders in this in this brain right now. Let's go ahead and head to a quick commercial break, and let me recoup myself. And when we come back, we will answer that trivia question that we set up in the beginning of the show, and we'll look over to Bracketology. That's updated for all of college basketball. You're watching. And let's get your extra point here on WEGL 91.1. And Eagle Eye TV. Cody's brothers, my guys, know that they fly, know that they ride or die. I keep boys by my side. CJ Ike, never got a roll with ice. Why do you want to move like that? Where you want to go? Where you want to act? And welcome back inside the extra point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon and joining me in the studios, Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. Let's get into a little bit more college basketball. Where do you guys want to start first? You want to start with games last night, or do you want to start with bracketology? We can talk about the games and then go into bracketology. Games. Yeah, there are a games. couple interesting games. All right. So, where do you want to start off first? Do we want to make fun of UNC? Hang on. It's the 7.30 break. Or it's, this, it's time for trivia. Answer. That's right. true. So the trivia question once again, Jack Hart. Hold on, once again. Well, at this point, man, knew it off the top of your head. I phrased it very specifically. With the AP poll released on Monday, this past Monday, Michigan State Spartans became the second ever team to be ranked as a preseason number one to completely slide off the back of the poll since 1968. The only other team to do this Knocked off an undefeated team in March Madness and did not end up losing until the national championship game. What was this other team, college and school year? Carter, you said you knew it. I said I thought I knew it. I'm sure you have the team down, but the year is probably going to trip you up. We'll let Devin go first. Devin, what is your guess? I don't know. Um, I just got to pick somebody who I know constantly, number one. Um, I'm just gonna say, can I just not just got to give a team because I definitely don't know a year. Go for a team, yeah. Uh, let's go Louisville. Carter, 
2013-14 Kentucky. That is correct. Way to go. This guy right here. Last night when Jack texted me that, I said 2012 Kentucky, and I got mad at myself. That That's the team that actually won the championship. Yeah, I got my ears mixed up. And then the they had the weird gear in between where they mm-hmm. got bounced in the first round of the NIT. Yeah, so Kentucky that <laughs> year was hovering around number 10, 15 for most of conference play. Uh, they were like a five seed that just went on a run mm-hmm. in the tournament. I think they were seven seeds. That's the year they linked up with UConn in the championship they beat game. Wichita State was your undefeated team. Uh, they lost to Florida, which catapulted them off the pole. Uh, they finished the the conference schedule losing to Arkansas and South Carolina back to back. They came into a game against Alabama, ranked number twenty five, which they won, and then they dropped in Gainesville for the final game of the season and did not end up. Uh, they won went to the conference championship game in the SEC tournament, lost to Florida again, and then did not lose again until they lost to UConn in that championship game by six points. That was Shabazz? Shabazz Napier? Yeah, wasn't it? Because yeah. <clears throat> it, was, it wasn't Kimba. Kimba was, was already in the league. The next relevant UConn would have been Shabazz. It would have been Shabazz Napier. I'm going to assume yes. And then that was, what, the last season of Jim Calhoun? Hey, man, and then, he, and then he, he retired, and Kevin Ollie, that experiment didn't go well. And oh, now, not. <coughs> man, Campbell man. was five, bro. If you had to go back and look at that, Campbell was five, bro. Campbell was five, bro. That was crazy. Yeah. That was a crazy run. Thank you for bringing a different perspective to that, that argument right there. I appreciate that. Let's get into games last night. <laughs> so you can stop berating me <laughs> as I'm on my deathbed. UNC. Last night, what happened to the Tar Heels? They got walloped by Wake Forest, who also has a losing record. In a battle of 10 and 13 teams that have won, coming into the game, three conference games. Total or, or both? But they each had won three conference okay. games. Okay. I am about to say. And this is especially coming in after this UNC team looked half decent against Duke. And there was a lot of optimism among fans that they had maybe Garrison Dooley and the squad had um, really figured it out, maybe at least going to play competently for the rest of conference play. And then here comes Wake to town and beats them by 17 points. Let's talk about the, well, let's talk about the weeks that could have been. If UNC beats Duke uh, Saturday, I think they probably find a way to win this game. And then Duke should have lost UNC, arguably should have lost to FSU two days later. I think if Duke loses to UNC, they lose to FSU. Seven points? Yeah. Garrison, what? He's having a moment right now. Remember when he was supposed to go for 30-something against Duke? He tried. And then it turned out that Cole Anthony was the only offensive player. Just hey, like Trey Jones was the box. only offensive player for Duke. Hey, can I just see the box goal? I, I got to see it. Seven points, five rebounds. Hey, that's respectable. That's what JaVale's doing right now. Hey, bro, just, everybody just, no, that's not acceptable. No, it's not. That's not acceptable. I, I got. I ain't even know this. Other games in college basketball. Have we ever <laughs> seen somebody that, like, 
Seven point defends his guy when anybody else is coming at him, but then I can do that. Just goes after him relentlessly. Otherwise, Garrison, we gotta do better than that, bro. We gotta do better than that. Gotta do better. All right. Elsewhere in the ACC, game of the night: Notre Dame, Virginia. Oh yeah, beautiful. Fifty to forty-nine in overtime. And how many combined total points were in overtime? Five. Five Five was also the number of the night as Virginia took the opportunity to score five points total in the last 11.49 of regulation and overtime combined. So that's 16 minutes of gameplay, five points scored. How in the world? Virginia's bad. Like, really bad. And if you've watched them play this year... I remember watching them play early in the year when they were ranked way ahead of Auburn and saying if Auburn were to play these guys, Auburn would bury them by 20. They are bad. Yeah, they they are really bad. They they were always known for their tough defense, low-scoring games, but they knew how to score and win those games. Now it's, well, we don't even know how to score correctly, which, I mean, I mean to be, to be fair, I guess Auburn does have those streaks too, but... Auburn can put up 70, 80, 90 on a, on a good day, even if they have those streaks where they go 11 minutes without scoring. Virginia's bad, but they'll find their way into the tournament as they're still in the bracketology, which we'll get to in a second. How about those Michigan State Spartans? This Michigan State game was crazy. I mean, we talk about these Big Ten teams going on the road and losing. This was a... Unranked Michigan State team, as we talked about in the trivia question, going to freshly unranked and now ranked Illinois team, um, <laughs> who will and, be freshly unranked soon. Uh, and the this was a tale of two halves type game. Uh, Michigan State took a seventeen point lead into the locker room, and then Illinois outscored Michigan State by sixteen points, uh, just making the comeback fall short in the second half. So the one basket outscored the other basket, eighty-six to fifty-three. So this was a pretty large swing. I mean, if you're Illinois getting down seventeen points at half to home to this, I guess recently rejuvenated Michigan State team, but at the same time, it's the Big Ten. So I'm not really sure if you can extrapolate anything from this. But a relatively high-scoring game for Big Ten standards. Yeah, and the the Big Ten continues to eat away at itself, but. I mean, currently mm-hmm. with right. the bracketology, they have the most teams by far. So well, yes, because they have the the deepest conference. I mean, it's an absolute logjam in the Big Ten. You're looking at it's Maryland and everyone else, and even then. Remember when everybody thought Ohio State was like the best team in the country? Hey, what happened to Ohio State and Michigan? Ohio State, Michigan State, and let's see, what's the last one? Michigan. Michigan have all received top five votes this year, and they're all currently unranked. Hey, I mean. Um, I mean, even that, I mean, we saw Maryland get taken to the top rope by Nebraska, of all teams, by um, last night, only winning by two there, and Maryland is the only... This o- is 2-11 in conference play, Nebraska. So, so whether or not the Big Ten is deep That's a scary Nebraska or team. vulnerable is don't yet to be seen. Don't you lie? You don't know anything about <laughs> Nebraska. Nope, not at all. I assume they chuck corn at each other. So Maryland... By chuck corn, and they just sit in the corner and shoot threes? With a 10-3 yes. and three record, and... Everyone else hanging out around nine and five, eight and five, and Rutgers 
claiming the fifth place spot in the Big Ten right now, knocking Illinois off the back of that. So it's pretty tight right now in the Big Ten, and I guess the conference tournament is going to go a long way and determine, but it looks like the right now a lot of people see the Big Ten having a strong showing in the tournament based on how deep this league seems to be with no clear favorite at the moment. Every first six teams are all within a game and a half of first place. I legitimately don't know how this Maryland-Nebraska game was close. It was not close until the end because I was waiting for it to end to update the graphic, hey. and it didn't. It refused to end. Hey, shout out to uh, – I need, I need to find out this guy's name. His name is Acol Arop. Logged a short enough amount of time on the court that he did not get a minute registered. Nice. Had a foul and a steal. Ooh. I see that stat line. That's my boy right that's, there. That's all he did. That's my boy. I mean, this was another game that was a tale of two halves as Maryland took a 13-point lead into the locker room and was still outscored 45-34 in the second half. But so how? Because it's it's un- it's unreal. They shot better. They shot better from three. They made more free throws. They out-rebounded them. Has yes, they had more turnovers. I will say it has to be turnovers. I mean, six turnovers, six more turnovers while being a lot is not enough for this game to be close. I don't know. I do know one thing. The Big Ten tournament is probably going to be a small sample of March Madness because Northwestern's going to win. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Can you imagine nice. Northwestern got an automatic bid because they win the Big Ten tournament? All of a sudden, the Big Ten has 11 teams <laughs> in the tournament. <laughs> So, top 25 games today, we'll list these off, and then we'll go to break and come back with Bracketology. Auburn taking on Alabama at 6 o'clock on ESPN2. There's some two. good games today. Yeah, look at this Creighton-Seton Hall game. Three-ranked game. For as bad as last night was, tonight might make up for it. Uh, Xavier Butler, Butler four-and-a-half point favorite at home. I think that one can spell doom for the Bulldogs. Who's at home? Uh, Butler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Check the roof. Uh, Kansas goes on the road to West Virginia. That game is also at six o'clock. Louisville goes on the Hogie road to Bears Georgia Tech. That dub tonight. <laughs> uh, here's a nice one on FS1 at seven thirty. Marquette, number eighteen, Marquette taking on number fifteen Villanova, and finally number twenty Houston going on the road to eleven and twelve South Florida. That's at eight o'clock tonight. Those are all the ranked games. There's probably some other gyms out there that you can tune into late into the night as well. I'm a little surprised the Auburn game, the line is only six and a half. I feel, yes, they but are without also, Herb Jones. Auburn's at home. Auburn's a different team from last time. Auburn's on a hot streak. But Auburn's also been in three overtimes last four games. Alabama's looked really inconsistent. Alabama doesn't fare well in Auburn Arena. There was a game one time that Alabama lost ninety-four to forty in Auburn. Er, in, Everybody keeps bringing up that game. Well, I've brought it up twice. Oh, maybe it's just you. Yes. <laughs> I thought Jacob brought it up too. Um, let's go ahead and head to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're gonna get into bracketology. This is what I love. You're watching. Let's get your point here on WGN ninety-one-one and Eagle Eye TV.
and welcome back inside extra point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart as we get into bracketology for college basketball. This is according to Joe Lenardi of ESPN. Updated yesterday, Auburn is the highest ranked SEC team as a three seed. We knew this. Followed by Kentucky at four and LSU at six. LSU, of course, dropping pretty far. The SEC will have a total of five teams, according to the latest bracketology. You got the likes of Arkansas at 10. Trust me, if I can scope out the other ones. My eyes are failing me. I mean, Mississippi State and Alabama, Florida are probably in there somewhere. Oh, there's Florida. Florida, an 11 seed. And that means there's one more team around here. I would love some help, guys. I'm not looking. I'm looking at different. I mean, I told you the teams that were probably in it. Well, well, they're somewhere. But, yes, those are the teams that you're currently looking at. Auburn being a three-seed matched up against number 14, Arkansas Little Rock. I'm about to get upset because I'm tired of seeing the first three bracketologies I've pulled up. I've seen Baylor as the one seed every time. I mean, I don't want that. Well, they beat Kansas, who would be the other one seed, pretty handedly, I think. Yeah, so why are we giving? Pretty sure Baylor would be the one seed, right? The until, one overall until, seed? Yeah. Until they lose. Yeah, well, no, 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 I know, but I don't want all, like, I mm. wouldn't do anything for Auburn to not be in Baylor's region. He Auburn, doesn't want Auburn, Auburn to, to be matched up with Baylor. Also, Auburn needs to tank out of the South. Team rankings has Auburn as the seventh overall team, number two seed. That's the first two seed I've come across. Team rankings is um, what I use for the graphics because it's all computer simulations. So 15% chance to be a one seed. That would put us with, um, I believe, Baylor and Oregon and Butler. You say you won at Oregon in the break. Exactly. <laughs> you said you said you went stand Butler. You went stand. You went stand nobody. That okay, was, I I said I wanted what I didn't want one team, and that was Baylor. Well, you got two of them, and we just just dodged a bullet because that we almost would be matched up with New Mexico State in that scenario. I don't but we we just clip onto Colgate. I, I don't know. Well, we've I don't know. I don't know what the heck Bracketville is, but Bracketville's <laughs> got us as the three seed, <laughs> playing San Diego State. Bracketville, and I would love. I'd embrace that. Bracketville you know is right next to Flavortown. Allow us the opportunity to take on the other team that was the final undefeated team, with all the the garbage that they spewed at Auburn on Twitter. I hope we play them, and I hope we beat them by a thousand. That's my piece. I thought you were going on a longer rant. Be quite honest. I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to let you take off. Oh, Mississippi State and Florida. Brackettville has them as Mississippi State's in the last four in, and Florida is Florida and Arkansas are in the last four buys. Man, everybody hates the SEC. <laughs> it's bad. For ESPN, the first four out is Cincinnati, Minnesota. Mississippi State and Arizona State, and the next four out is Memphis, Utah State, Richmond, and NC State. You know, what I, you know what I'm happy about? Not seeing Alabama on the graphic anymore. Yeah, Alabama's been yeeted. Good. Yeah. I hope they never make a tournament again. And I, well, <laughs> they'll get to NIT again. Now, what happens there? No, I hope they go to the CBI every year. 
Man. Nobody deserves the CBI. It's a lie. <laughs> no, nobody deserves that travesty. Uh, let's see. I mean, look, here, here's my thing. I know we, we, we look at the brackets and the bracketology, and it's like, man, I, I really don't like this matchup. But, like, we didn't like our matchup last year, did we? Our you matchup know? last year was the hardest one. Yeah, and, and we got through it. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, if Auburn gets matched up with Baylor, I'm feeling good about it because we did it last year. I'm not saying that. But, I mean. The, the difference right this year is there's been one great team, and it's Baylor. And last year's Auburn team, there were multiple great teams, but Auburn was so explosive from three that you had a puncher's chance at anybody. Yeah. I'm not sure this Auburn team has as much of a puncher's chance if they were to run into a great team. You know? I think Auburn, and correct me if you, correct me if you think I'm wrong when I say this, I think Auburn has the same level of explosiveness. They're just inconsistent. I don't necessarily agree with that because the defense is better. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Auburn's defense last year, like, you, you could have a two-minute span, two, three-minute span where Auburn went on a 15-0 run, like, crazy. Because Bryce hits three threes, Jared hits a couple threes, and all of a sudden, boom, there it is. Game's and like, broken open. All you, need, all you need is two or three steals or a block or something, and Auburn got out in transition so fast. And Auburn, I mean, go to the Kansas game where – you have Jared Harper refusing to take wide open fast break layups to hit Bryce Brown in the corner for threes. I mean that that was last year's Auburn team. Like that was the explosive game that they played. They honestly played an a Warrior style analytics ball kind of of just layups and threes. There was nothing else. But now. For Auburn, it's now we are a grinded out defensive team that man, when they get hot, they can get hot, but they don't they don't get hot super often. I mean, and they can go cold for stretches. This defense, <clears throat> this defense, I'm getting choked up thinking about it. No, you're this not. defense, don't, don't you lie to the to the listeners at home. This defense is so player. amazing because in these last four games. I mean, this defense has held LSU to I'm scoreless. To start fake crying here now. <laughs> this defense has held LSU scoreless in what? There was like an eight-minute span. LSU didn't score against Arkansas. Arkansas didn't score like the last eleven minutes until like they got into overtime or something like that. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss, they went dry. I mean, this Auburn defense just clamps down when they need to clamp down. I just wish that they would clamp down like that, and then somebody start hitting shots. Or at least just make a couple of baskets or something. And that was the biggest problem in the first half against LSU. That the defense was doing its job, but the offense was not following through. They just weren't getting buckets in situations where it wasn't that LSU was besting them. It was Auburn was besting themselves. Well, LSU was hitting shots at a very high rate. LSU had days going off, and LSU was going on. They went on a 15-0 and 10-0 run, respectively, in the first half. And LSU had, I believe, season high three points made, three point shots made. I believe. I Auburn, hope so. Auburn almost had a high under Bruce. So, 
for the sake of their opponents. I hope that was the high. <laughs> so let's go ahead and head to our top of the hour break. And when we come back, we will kick it off with uniform factor before getting into the NBA. You're watching Let's Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 9-1-1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. Are we, are we all okay? I'm great. The question is, Devin okay? Sad. He's been, <laughs> he's he's sad. been stewing for the last seven minutes about Cole Anthony and Garrison Brooks and their relationship on the basketball court. We'll let it. We'll let them stew. Garrison, get yours. Okay, get yours. I, I, that, that's my boy, man. Get yours, Garrison. Please, y'all ain't making it to nowhere. Okay, playing team ball. That's over with. To answer your question, that's Cole, over with. Cole Anthony is shooting thirty-five percent from the field. Get yours, Garrison. I don't think I. I don't think I. Garrison I Brooks, get yours. Okay. I'm saying that. I'm, no, no, put it. Hey, put me on a single screen right here. When they look at me right quick. All right. Garrison Brooks, I love you, bro. Like, you and my dog, but I love you so much, bro. You putting on for the city, man. Thank you so much. Forget Cole Anthony. Forget North Carolina. Forget all that. Get your, bro. All right? When Cole Anthony went up 35, 10, that's what we need every night. Forget him. Get your, bro. I love you, man. Shout out to you, man. Garrison Brooks. Was that the Extra Points first call-out post? It is on Twitter, so I guess so. <laughs> Uh, no, you don't, bro. Are we ready for uniform factor? I'm heck yeah. <laughs> I'm ready, bro. All right, let's get into it. Now, form factor is a term I learned in my occupational safety and ergonomics class. Does powder blue ever look bad? Ever? Absolutely not. I can't name one team. <laughs> That's the worst helmet I've ever seen. I mean, part of the fun of throwbacks is that we're all in on the joke that they look terrible. Bird is awful, but the jerseys themselves are sick. Dude, this is clean, man. Hey, when they rock and eat. Any thoughts on this Browns-Broncos matchup, Carter? The game itself? The uniforms. Uniform factor. This is what we're here for. Fresh quotes in the intro. Like stuff I've said in the, within the last like two three weeks. Was, was he was he not here from last week when we played the same <laughs> he intro? Was, he was reeling last week. Okay, <laughs> I'm about to say. Well, it's because maybe I was thrown off by the carnival music that was being played in the intro. It takes a lot. It's it's a lot to process. All right, Jack. First things up are these Team USA fits. Yeah, Team USA uh, 2020 Olympics, as we all know, coming up. In the summer, and Nike, the official outfitter of Team USA, has begun to roll out the beginnings of what the uh, boys in red, white, and blue are going to be rocking out in Tokyo this summer. Um, So to start, we have the uh, soccer or uh, football jerseys. Um, Looks like home and away. The white is probably as generic as you can get as, for a soccer jersey. It's basically a ringer t-shirt. With I the, still think it looks good, though. It looks good. It's got the, the new like, uh, U.S. national team logo um, that's been uh, adopted in the past two years. And it has I 
kind of a throwback Nike look. It's Wait, that, so does the men's logo have zero stars and the women's? Yeah, logo if you look has closely like, on what, that three, image, three or four stars, or how, how many stars is it? It's four now. If you look ah. closely on that image, you can see uh, the the lady in the blue has four stars on her logo. The man has not. Hey, it's okay because <laughs> we have the we have that new the new German kids gonna play for Team, <laughs> Team USA this Olympics. Something I like about these um, soccer jerseys is that the Nike logo is actually the not just the swoosh; it has the Nike on top of it, kind of the uh, '80s look. And on top of that, the socks to go with it are very retro throwback. Uh, soccer socks with uh, red, white, and blue striping with the Nike logo. So I really like the home jersey. Uh, the away jersey, the, the blue, I'm not a huge it looks fan. It bad. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's what soccer jerseys always do to make them... What is on the top right? It's, it looks like... It's like, it's really zoomed in camouflage, it looks like. But it looks like a figure skater or something like bent weird or whatever. I don't even know. I don't like it. If it all, if they all look like that, I think they could have hit refresh on the generator a couple more times to get a better design. Maybe if they're all unique, I can let it slide. But don't love that for the uh, for the blue for the blue kit. Uh, moving on, we have the basketball jerseys for Team USA, which I think are a drastic um, difference. We have the. White one, which will be worn, uh, I supposedly, as the home uniform for both the men's and the women's team, which is pretty standard, save for the kind of red shouldering on top of the jersey. And then we have a red jersey for the ladies that was officially unveiled, and then a blue jersey that will be exclusively worn by the men as the road jersey that has not been officially unveiled yet, but was seen in the back of an interview with a Nike executive. So... That is what the men and women of the basketball team will be wearing in Tokyo. So my thoughts on this is like, I don't hate the first two. Well, what the heck is the blue one? We are not that shade of blue. The United States flag is not that shade of blue. That that is the South Korean shade <laughs> of blue. <laughs> like what? Wow. What are we going for? I mean, here? yeah. Now that you point that out, like I, like it's a lighter blue. I mean. I that like that like when I watch the men's team play this summer, that's gonna make me angry that we're wearing the wrong color blue. I mean, I, I mean, I'm what you want from me. <laughs> fix it, Jared. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, I think it would look a lot better and probably be better branding if it was that same color navy as the soccer uniforms. Um. I think, or it's the flag. Yeah, and I think. You can just America take, take some inspiration from that as well. Uh, I do love the American flag, uh, where the where the ad usually is on NBA jerseys. There's an American flag, so USA to that. Sponsored by the United States of America, and uh, I think you can get away with the royal blue on the on the white and red jerseys. But when the blue is the jersey, it doesn't seem to have any other colored piping. There's no red piping on the blue jersey. It's just blue and white. You gotta go with navy. There, there's literally no reason to go royal blue, though. Hopefully, the reason they haven't unveiled it yet is because they're fixing it. But well, we, we cannot giving you a sneak peek. And then, lastly, uh, a bit of an oddball: the skateboarding team uniforms. Now, the, the I need that. which looks straight out of a streetwear catalog. No, but it that looks is, straight out of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I need that. The shoes look awesome. The Guns, socks though. look awesome. Am I wrong? No, that's legit. <laughs> I need that. It These looks are... like something I've seen Will Smith wear on that show. These are super cool. I love uh, yeah, them. Yeah, I need those. I uh, need that. The 
The cargo pants are kind of a question mark, but other than that, I really like this look. And Does it have to I, be that big? I think they come in sizes. They got to go a little small. <laughs> That's look too, too big, but hey. I don't I, know I'm the I'm average. I'm going to buy Devin whatever the baggiest, biggest version of the shirt is. <laughs> I'm going to give it to him. I don't know what the average frame of an Olympic <laughs> skateboard athlete would be. but Probably not very big. <laughs> oh, so weak. I assume like 6'6", 350, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, so we're... <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> the next starting left tackle at Auburn. The power lifters kind of moonlight on, <laughs> on the boards. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that does it for Team USA. It does it for Team USA. Let's move on to our next one, Jack. What is it? I believe we are looking at University of Miami baseball jerseys, which have come out these from better, Adidas. These better be cool because I haven't well, seen them, but they better be cool. Oh, yeah, no. What's a, what's a third? They're three-fourths cool. I'm looking at. I'm. I'm waiting. Because they could do some cool stuff with with their look and everything. And you know, baseball jerseys always be legit. Yeah, and that's exactly oh what they're Oh my god! Doing. Yeah. So first one uh, from left to right. It hasn't, it hasn't updated for me, so I don't. Pullover style jersey. <laughs> oh, I need that first one. Miami right, in script uh, with the Adidas logo in the top left. This is a '80s esque pullover style jersey with or, um, orange and white piping on the green with white script, and then the cap is that. Classic Gothic M, Miami baseball logo, orange bill, and green cap. So that is the first one. Second, going just from left to right here, is a black uh, Cubs-style jersey with the Gothic M uh, outlined in orange. The numbers on the front and back are both in orange. Cap is black with an orange bill. The third one is the breast cancer uniform, but also goes off of the Miami Vice look. It is a half pullover, half button-down in white with pink numbers and piping with a pink tricolor <laughs> cap with that gothic gamma then lastly it's college baseball so you got to throw in a digi camo look the vest style jersey with digi camo sleeves and hat this is the only hat that features the u of miami and not the gothic m so all taken in front of the same fountain these pictures all right i kind of hate the gothic m i i they <laughs> have they used it anywhere else it's it's their baseball look. Okay, so that is like it, the it's normal. A, it's a classic. Yeah. Okay. It looks like trash. When when you're a school that's known as the U and your hand signals the U. And I mean, you, and we're the, not and the, 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 the Gothic M or whatever that is. When this is the logo, I'm trying to get the little, the little tails coming off the back of the M. Like this. <laughs> I don't think the Gothic M moves on the hat. Hey, that's it first should. One, it that should be hard though. That first Are one we hard. inventing gift shirts? Yes. <laughs> it's like the the numbers that change on the NBA jerseys. Hey, the that first one. That was a thing, up. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Did we shelve that? Is that is or is that <laughs> is that still coming? I think that's that's uh, on the Nate Silver docket. Yeah. That's such a. What's up, Devin? That pullover is not that pullover one is clean. Oh, the green. I can't wait that for, the, for the Javon McCormick five that switches to fifty five in crunch time in a few oh. years. Oh God. <laughs> That's gonna be the sickest jersey ever. <laughs> um, I love the first one. Love I, the I first say, you one. Gotta love the first one, bro. Second one is very meh to me because I hate the number placement and I hate the gothic up. Third one, if you're gonna go Miami Vice, go all in on Miami Vice. But I need the, some. I need some neon turquoise. That turquoise. See that? One, I need I some thinking. neon turquoise would make that sick. They should have did the, the third one. Throw it in the incinerator now, because I hate it. <laughs> I, I, Although, I, hey, I, I think we used the right logo. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think 
the third one's just for the cause, though, right? Yeah, third one's for the cause. Fourth one's for the troops. There are ways. I know how we're gonna we're gonna twist this, and I'm not gonna stand for it. You know, I'll say it. I don't like the digi camo. (laughs) Yeah, there are ways to go with a camo nod without. Like, if you're gonna go digi camo. Don't have the like solid green into the digi camo. I don't like that. Did Auburn retire the digi camo hats? No, I, I, they, there's no way we. No, did. they mean too much to that program. <laughs> we went on a run in the postseason in digi camo hats, well, didn't we? What did I say last? Was that, was that last year? Or was that two years? That was ago? last year. Yeah. What What did I say last year? If Auburn got <laughs> to game three of the World Series, like the final game, and they wore digital camo hats, I want them to lose. <laughs> I think that's what I said. See, yeah. Auburn's Auburn Auburn's digi camo needs to be orange and navy blue? and white. Oh. And rather than green and white. Fair, yes. Like if you're gonna go digi camo, have it be on color scheme. Because I think that would look better. You know? Rather than rather than throwing an off color, just generic army green up there. Overall, I really like this uh, change for Miami. But I hate the Gothic M. Staying with the ACC. The first one got to be Miami. Yeah, I think when uh, these were announced and when they were on the hardwood um, last Saturday, I think we all knew this was coming. To commemorate the 100th year of the Duke-North Carolina rivalry, Nike and Jordan, if you want to get technical, commissioned a pair of Duke and UNC jerseys to ring in the occasion. Man. In uh, Chapel Hill on Saturday, and and these were some really really cool practice jerseys. They looked like some really cool practice. Tra- jerseys. These are gonna be extra point All Star Game jerseys, track and field jerseys. Honestly, um, you get us just with the giant extra point logo on. These look terrible. Let's let let's not. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and debate. I'm not going to sit here and try to fake my way into a lie that oh, like it's innovative. Carolina blue always looks good. It it does when you don't have a giant NC on you know, like in covering everything up in the front. Yeah, I mean, I like that they went with the bold block colors. I mean, there's no unnecessary piping. That that picture in the top right looks really cool. That's a really cool basketball action shot because you can't see the front of the jerseys. You can't see the giant logos they slapped on top of the jersey. Yeah, I mean, you can get away with it maybe if it was kind of like just that. Just a Duke and Carolina. Beautiful. Would have oh, been, 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 been phenomenal. That would have been clean. But no. The reason behind no, this is because this is what basketball Carolina, jerseys used to look like, kind of, uh, before back in the olden days, 100 years ago. But I don't think that's any excuse. You be, make Just make cool logos, and it'll speak for themselves. Make Duke I mean, Auburn football used to wear a... <laughs> jersey that was also kind of a onesie so i mean i don't see us doing that anymore Ooh, hey which one looked better back. though which one <laughs> looked better the duke or the north carolina one? i think duke looks better duke because of, duke has the the nice stripe around the shoulder and i can't tell from the pictures or not but i think unc has like gold trim i know they both have the gold tag on the back of the neck which nike puts on every I really don't want to talk uh, about organizations that's won right a now. national championship. Can we just not talk about NC right now. You know when you wear a shirt that's got like too big of a logo and you can like feel it when you move? <laughs> like I have a I have a uh All-Star game Nike All-Star game shirt. It's a dry fit shirt from when it was when the All-Star game 
MLB All-Star Game went to Minnesota. And the logo is so big that, like, if I ever wear it uh, to go do physical activity, I can feel the logo on my chest. You get itchy? I can't imagine a massive st- stitched-on logo on the front of a jersey like this. It would infuriate me as a player. Devin's let- letting the air out of his boot right now. That's distracting. <laughs> yeah, I think that just about does it. Okay, I, I really don't want to look at these anymore. Okay, so we're done. We're done with uniform factor. We're ready to throw this back in the garbage. Put it back where it belongs, Jared. Put it back where it belongs. Let's head to a quick commercial break, and we come back. We're heading to the NBA here on the extra point. You don't want to miss that. We'll be back in about two minutes with the extra point here on WGL ninety one one and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dildon joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman. Devin and really wants to talk about the NBA. No, All I right. Don't. Just, <laughs> just told it. Sorry. And Jack Hart. And so we're going right, to head over to the NBA. And uh, we only have like three minutes in this segment because we've completely ran over. But it's okay. Because we're having fun. NBA. What's on the docket for the National Basketball Association? I mean, Zion had a pretty good night. Zion did have a pretty good night. Plus 25. Zion with 31 points while also bringing home nine boards, I believe. Let me get my stats right here. Nine boards and five assists in just under 28 minutes. Under 28 minutes. He went 10 for 16 and 11 of 14 at the line. So, plus 25. And a pretty monster dunk to boot. As the NBA gets closer and closer to its all-star break weekend, as Philadelphia defeated the Clippers 110-103, Washington 126-114 over Chicago, 138-117 win for the Pelicans over the Trailblazers, the Spurs 114-106 over OKC, and Houston 116-105 over Boston. All right, I got a question. Yes. Zion's played nine games so far. Mm Mm-hmm. His team has played 54 of 82 games. So there's 28 games left. Okay. Does he play in 32 games this year? So they have how many games left? They have 28, and he's played in nine. So that means he can miss at most. Somebody do math for me. He can miss six six games and still hit 32. Yeah, Isn't he can. Right? Yeah, oh. Is that right? Yeah. I don't know. I think that's right. Sure, I'm yeah. Right. No, he can he can play thirty two games. I guess it really all depends. I'm gonna go under on that one. Because like I like I, I tried to set a number that I was like I thought thirty was too low. I thought thirty five was too high. I'll set it at thirty two and a half. Over under that. For me, it depends on where the Pelicans are halfway through that because they are currently what? Four and a half out of eight. Yes, four and a half. Now, if they're right there, he's going to play. If they're not and they're kind of out of it, they may, you know, 
change some things up. He may not play in a couple of games just so he doesn't get hurt. And if he's, you know, dealing with anything at all, they just take the precaution route, you know. It depends on where the Pelicans are at playoff-wise. The Memphis Grizzlies, like the, Memphis, the Grizzlies are still in the eighth seed, right? Yes. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. Jack? Under. I mean, I just I just feel even. I'm bold. He can't play in 32 and a half. Oh, games, I thought it was at 32. I moved it up to 32 and a half to make it more more a harder pick. Like put it right on a half number cuz I knew that you would try to pick right on the dot cuz <laughs> you did that last time you said an over under. What, what if he plays in exactly half a game? You know, if you play if he gets a game, hurt? it logs as a game. What if he gets hurt and leaves? Is that half a game? No, that's that's a, no. Play in the logs game. as a game. Even seven seconds in. Yes. Yes. Man, I want to pick the even. I guess I'll go under too. <laughs> this guy. Man. <laughs> I tried to do everything I could to pick the even. I'm gonna go under as well. <laughs> I don't like that, man. Go over there. I'm going over. Everybody went under. I go. Well, over. Because we. You know what? Screw it. I'm going over too. No, I'm going back on the team. <laughs> he just doesn't want to be on your team. That's what this is. I'm starting to see how this how this is going to shake out. Uh, <laughs> but I tell you what's what's becoming interesting now in the NBA. While he still can't shoot threes, the trading of Clint Capella has opened things up for the Rockets' offense because. When you have these these you can't have two of your five guys in today's NBA right now that can't shoot from outside ten, twelve feet. And Russ can't hit shots. Essentially, I mean, he's 0 for two from three last night, so his his ridiculously bad percentage only got worse. Although he has become a little more aware that hey, I can't hit the broadside of a barn from three. I'm not going to shoot as many of them because he was shooting like four and a half, five at the beginning of the year for like three months, and now he's shooting 1.8 a game, I believe. Um, But the fact that the paint is now like they can spread around him, I mean, it's it's what the Sixers need to do with Ben Simmons. It's what the uh, Bucks do with Giannis, and it's what makes him great. It's spread the floor, allow him to get in the lane cause, and allow him to pass out to threes. And you're seeing, I mean, you see Russ drop 36 and you see James Harden drop 42 last night. That's crazy, but that's too many points between two folks. And it makes sense because now the offense makes sense because you're not clogging the paint with multiple guys. You're not the Sixers with... Yes, the yes, Embiid and the Sixers won last night. But it's not sustainable when you have two guys that just clog the paint. And that's what Simmons and Embiid are. Oh, and that's what sense. that's what Capella and Russ were. I mean, obviously Capella's not Embiid and Russ isn't Simmons. True. But that's they were they were essentially the same thing. And the Sixers, the Sixers are gonna have to break up Embiid and Simmons. No, the they're gonna have to. 
No. I'm they don't work anyway. together. They I don't. don't. I know they don't, but squad. I mean, I don't like them anyway, so it don't even matter. Ben Simmons needs a lot of if you If you were to give up one, who do you give up of Whew. Simmons and Embiid right now? Whew. Boy, that's a good one. Give me, give me Ben Simmons. I'll take Ben. You, I trade. I trade. I was, was going to say. I Embiid trade too. Embiid. I think you have to keep uh, Ben Simmons purely because he's like of the two of them. You can rely on him to be on the court, and he can do more. Embiid, than, he can do Embiid's more than better. He can do. Don't more get me wrong. That, Embiid's a better player, mm-hmm. but Embiid, you're not. I mean. There's an injury history. I don't even think it's that. I think I just, you know, I picked the dude who's who can do more. Ben Simmons can run your offense, bring the ball down the court. He is six eleven point guard. He can go to the block. He can post up. Only thing he cannot do is shoot. Joel Embiid, I ben cannot. Ben Simmons ain't six eleven. I tell you about six ten. I was gonna say six eight, six nine. He's no, tough. no, no, he, no. I think he's taller than that. He's tough his shoes. He about six ten. I hope six ten. Ben Simmons. Is six ten. Six ten. Well you said six eleven, I said six nine. So So we'll 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 t- we'll take it. We'll take it. Well yeah, he about six ten can you know do everything. I think I would I would have to keep him because he can do more. But Joel and B, what would you put him at though? Where would I what trade team? What where would I trade him to? What team would you put him at? Like put him with, rather. I, I mean I don't see anybody. Especially not in the East. You know where he'd kill it actually? Don't you say don't you say the purple and gold because that's all it. No. Okay. Dallas? The Hawks. No. Oh. The Warriors. I With thought Stephen Clay and Wiggins all I, all on the same t- on the court spreading it out. I thought about that. NB but work down low. Can the Warriors No, do not give them that. No, because that can possibly because happen. Because they finna get this one. They finna get they already got Andrew Wiggins. Well, well and they are they finna on, get this on. one, this pick too. What's gonna ha- what potentially could happen? That they would happen. end the NBA and they would win eighty of eighty two games. Is Giannis comes up for free agency and, and goes to, goes the, to the Warriors and they become the actual most unstoppable force in the history of the league? Listen, if they do because that, because if Giannis is is penetrating to the paint, and everybody's got to got to collapse on him, and then he's passing out to just shooters around the board. They will score a million points a night. They're not just them, just not regular shooters. There's- Wait, like is, is this, is this, is this yes. Golden, like no, no. Is this Golden State Giannis with Embiid? They need no, to no, veto. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. This is Golden State Giannis because, with everybody because else. Because as, 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 we're, as we're just talking about with with the Rockets and granted, Giannis can kind of shoot better than oh my, better than Russ. But uh, as we were just talking about with Houston and the and Philly, you can't have two guys that their game is to penetrate and clog the paint. And like having Embiid and Giannis on the same team, Embiid makes Giannis's game worse. And Giannis coming into the paint negatively affects Embiid's game as well. Giannis with Steph Curry and Clay, that's just no. And the, Wiggins, don't forget about Wiggins. <laughs> the NBA gonna have to stop that. Like you know how they vetoed him. And like, Isaac Okoro. Like them, them trades and stuff. No, that's not. They, they ain't getting them now. They already have a three. Now put him out there. They gonna trade AJ. Oh my god, bro! If they do that though, if Giannis don't need to do that, like he need to no, nah, he need to just stay in Milwaukee. Because if that happens, we're definitely not gonna watch the NBA. Then I'm not. Because ain't nobody can stop they, him. They will legitimately win seventy five games. Oh, easy. 
That's Giannis finna mess around and win seventy this year with Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton. Hey, that's all star Chris Middleton to you. Listen, he's not an all star. He just got voted. We're taking. We're gonna head to a quick. We're gonna head to a quick one minute break so we can catch back up. And when we come back, we'll have more of the NBA. You're watching. Let's take your point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Welcome back. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Welcome back to the Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon and joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. Shut up. <laughs> As we get back into the NBA, what were we arguing about again? We'll just we were to trying to together. create the team to beat the Giannis Warriors. So this is the Giannis Warriors starting five of Giannis Antetokounmpo, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, what we assume will still be so, so Andrew be, Wiggins and Draymond Green. It'd be Steph, Wiggins, uh, Clay, Draymond, Giannis. Oh, my God. <laughs> At verse, the team that we have pieced together, which would never in a million years fit under any salary cap. They wouldn't. Baseball doesn't have a salary cap, and they wouldn't fit under, under the baseball <laughs> salary cap. It would have to be LeBron, LeBron. Kawhi. KD. Paul George, Katie, Katie. Well, we since the since the five, are we, having, Z- are we having Zion play the five? <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody got to do it. Z- I mean, Zion's the best fit to play the five in this in this system. With Draymond, he got he gonna take Draymond. Zion would would bully Draymond. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right, then we're putting Zion in. <laughs> Katie gonna have to guard. Cl- no, shoot, that's a lot of running around. Oh no. LeBron, who LeBron? No, put put KD on Clay. Clay don't run around. I mean, he kind of does. Clay gonna get off. Nah, he he's a catch. Clay has dropped forty on seven rebounds or on seven dribbles, and then sixty on eleven or dribbles. I keep saying rebounds for some reason. That's crazy, bro. I I I don't think the NBA should let that. Let let LeBron run around with Wiggins because Wiggins already doesn't do anything (laughs) off the ball on offense, (laughs) and then let. Kawhi take Giannis and Paul George take Steph. Yeah, that's what we're gonna and do. Our, and our team of small forwards is gonna play the greatest team of all time. <laughs> and we're gonna win. Win by LeBron. win by double digits. No. Yes. Oh no, bro. Steph started getting crazy. Oh yeah. Then when Clay get then you got Giannis still coming down. We can't stop him because when he did that spin move, he can do that from the three point line and make it to the rim. And he spins and yeah, he's at the he's at the rim. So Dang. I'm surprised you haven't tried to put Luca on this team. Oh, I oh he no, I was about to say it, and then you got you kinda went with it. Who are you taking off our team for Luca? Please don't be disrespectful. Please don't be disrespectful. Well Let's see. when when does when does Giannis's contract expire? Next year. Not this season, but the year that next season. Mm-hmm. Well, so let's see. We have uh, Paul George, LeBron. Who are you uh, taking off our team? I'm, no, I'm trying to. Remember. I'm gonna give an answer that that's gonna make him angry. But LeBron, let's go. It's LeBron, Katie. Uh huh. LeBron's gonna be 37 and a half, or about to turn 38 at the beginning of the season. But he he'll he'll still be the best player though. 
So? He'll still be the best player. So? You might have to put Luca over LeBron at this point. I like what you're saying. He's 38. He but was 38. Luca's defense is kind of suspect. Tom Brady's 42 is starting to slowly show signs of age. I was if you have, if you have LeBron, Drew Brees can't throw a ball 30 yards. If, That's a lie. I, I'm sorry, Drew Brees. I didn't mean that. <laughs> if, you, if, if 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 I'm trying to put in Luca somewhere, you had a you can't take out KD because defense. We that's hard. We haven't even talked. To, why why don't we have Anthony Davis in, on this team? Yeah, why don't we put in Zion for what? The, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> no, no, well, I, I know. I I want Zion on the team because I want Zion to just physically manhandle Draymond and Draymond. But Anthony Davis not have anything. Anthony Davis should be the one picking up. Giannis with his length. Yeah. Fair. Take out Zion, put in AD. Okay. okay. And long as long as you this man said Luca take LeBron. Man, we disrespect to Anthony Davis. I'm so yeah, I sorry. Disrespect LeBron, man. I didn't say that. You're gonna You believe it in your heart. You really you're believe gonna it. honestly hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh oh. This is two years from now. Jack, do he believe that? You're gonna say that. On the current progression he's on, because Luca's already legit. If I'm trying to form a team to battle a Warriors team that at least is going to be together for two years, the monster, probably three, the monsters. Which, at that point, LeBron would be 41, and he'd still be yamming on people. You're telling me I wouldn't take 22 to 25 year old Luca, just because at some point LeBron's going to break down. Well, first of all, can we? Hey, say- time is undefeated. LeBron defeats that. We defeat that. Don't ever like. And when LeBron retires, oh, I ain't even gonna watch NBA no more. So, I'm trying to hold off as long as I can. <laughs> He's trying to hold on. Like LeBron playing until he about fifty. I hope. That's why LeBron's still playing. The NBA is cutting him a check so they don't lose eighty percent of their viewership. Cause you got eighty's kind of low. You gotta understand. Well, no, what what no, we gonna watch? No, they're, they're waiting for Zion to get healthy so he can pass the torch to Zion and be the most watched NBA player. That's but they, they also they also that. got to get Zion out of New Orleans in order to make that all work. That's why they wish they should just rigged it up and get him to the Knicks. I'm taking Paul George out for Luca. What? Boy, you got me. I'm sick. taking Paul George out for Anthony Davis. Boy, you boy, what? Yeah. Yeah, are you are you keeping Zion in or was trading Heck him for yeah, Luca? Dude, I I just want I want I want Dr- tough guy Draymond to have to go against somebody who is just you don't want Draymond to get abused. <laughs> That's what I just now realized. I want him to just <laughs> run into a brick wall every time he tries to do something. Do you not like Draymond? No, do you, nobody likes Draymond. Team USA doesn't like Draymond because of what happens on team fights. <laughs> I knew you were gonna bring that up too. <laughs> Chill out. Draymond and Deion Waiters on the same flight. I'm just saying, it gonna get crazy. Deion don't need to fly no more. <laughs> he He's flying to LA. He already. <laughs> he already. <laughs> he already not those on the are, ground. He kind of high. Those, yes. are, those are two very, very different instances. Very hey. different things happen on those flights. I'm just saying. Uh, 
Mm-mm. I don't even know where to go now. I think that thing I think I think that team could beat the Warriors. That 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 formerly Yeah, too bad their their salaries four hundred million trillion. I bet you I can make that team happen on two K. I bet you can't unless you turn off salary cap. Did you just turn off the salary? Did you just turn off the salary okay, cap? So, so, what happened? Wait, so, oh my goodness. I what? don't know what just happened. What? What just things happened? happened? What? No, we're all good. Don't worry. Huh? Don't worry. What? We're going to head to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, what? we'll have more of the extra point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside the extra point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon and joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. Ten minutes to go as we now head over to college basketball as Auburn takes on Alabama. While well, well, they're having fun, Jack, tell me what you're looking forward to as you go into the jungle today starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN2. Yeah, I'm really looking forward uh, to Auburn hopefully riding the momentum that they had at the end of the LSU game uh, right into this game. Uh, definitely momentum and getting off to a hot start has been the number one issue with this team so far this year. And hopefully, unlike many midweek games, Auburn will definitely be getting up for this one. And this is not like, this is a game they've had circled probably even before they dropped the game in Coleman. And this is going to be a big game for not only Bruce Pearl, but uh, I think for... Do we know if Dan Jell's playing yet or not? Game time decision. So I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted. <laughs> no, nobody saw it. This Don't say it. Win. This man, nobody you saw switch it. off yourself? Yikes! Yeah, <laughs> that was such a great moment to clip. No. But you can't tell doing honestly. You coward. I, I, got, I got a cramp. <laughs> I had to stretch. That boy put his leg up inside the street, bro. There's never been a more <laughs> awkward moment on the show than when you stood up and you sat back down and you started pointing at your hip saying, my hip. And then you started stretching on the studio table <laughs> while Jack's trying to talk about the Auburn-Alabama game. And of course, of course you switched the camera off yourself. I couldn't let, I couldn't let the people know my author votes with Tank. Couldn't let them know. Something's wrong with her. But, yes, to answer your question, like he said, it's a game time decision. So, so, yeah, so if D'Angelo does end up playing, I think this is a huge game for him, not only because of how he, played, how he played in the Alabama game uh, in Coleman, but also because he's coming back. He's joining a team that I think has changed a lot since in the few games he's been out and Denzel's going to be rejoining a team that has a little bit of a different look. I mean, we saw obviously the resurgence of Javon in um, the LSU game and maybe a little bit of, I mean, we I think we talked about this on the Extra Point yesterday with whether or not you're going to ride the hot hand or see how much D'Angelo integrates himself into the offense. So I think that's going to be the biggest thing to look at is how number three makes his way back into the rotation. So... 
I said earlier on the show, I don't understand how this line's only six and a half. Whether it be people moving the line themselves or hints being dropped that Dan Joe Purifoy is going to play, the line has since moved to seven and a half. They listen. I'm telling They listen to the show. It's true. So, you walk into Caesars, said, they got extra point on the TV. That's true. How do, how do they get the feed to Eagle Eye? They, uh, they cast it from YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got you. And we're on YouTube as well, so. We everywhere, dude. We everywhere. Devin, what do you feel about this game? Hey, man, it's going to be a big game right here. And I really think that, um, I really think that Auburn's just going to take off tonight, though. I really believe that. I really think so. I just think that it's, you know, I, well, for my sake, I, I don't need no other overtime game, no close one. Like, we just need to go on and blow them out so we can go on by being in. Like, there I got to study for a test that's on. Auburn has one thing it has to get done tonight. It has to find a way to slow down Kyra Lewis. If they can get a body in front of Kyra Lewis and keep him from turning the corner and going to the rim and then take your second-best defender and have him just follow John Petty, you should win this game. You should win this game by a lot. Like, I could see this being a game that Auburn kind of runs away with if they can get bodies in front of Kyra Lewis and keep him from penetrating into the paint. Hey, I will say this, though. This is my dream right here. Um, Auburn win by 30. John Petty scored 30. What's your, what's your relationship with John Petty? Well, first of all, John Petty actually dropped 57 on my um, cousin and then turned around the next day and played us and dropped 30. That dude hard to guard. And I'm, you know, ever since then we've been cool. So you know, I mean, I mean, we we got the dope. we got we we got him, but you know, it, the dude really dropped a lot of points, and he really good. So he dropped fifty seven in the championship game and did a three sixty. Like I mean, I'm starting to believe the disrespect that, that in order to be boys with Devin, you just have to share the court with him one time. Yeah, that's why we're boys. Yeah, that's why Jared, my boy. Yeah, I'm telling you, just, I just got to see you up close and be real. You know what I'm saying? Just see you up front. You know. But, Devin saw me put up some threes yesterday. Put them up or make them? Yeah. No, he was just like, um, what that dude named from North Carolina I just said? What his name is? Cole Anthony? I don't say his name, but yeah, him. <laughs> hey, 35% is 30, 35% respectable. from the floor. From the floor. Not from three. <laughs> from the floor. But I shoot exclusively from three. I don't shoot inside. Well, he's 31% from three. Okay. I'll take it. Hey, but you know that, uh, can you please right now – Tell Jared, no, not 20 minutes. Please. Tell that man 10 minutes. No, we're doing 20-minute halves. That is standard intramural numbers. Jack. 20-minute running half? Jack, hey, tell him. What's up? Jack, Jack. Uh, he's not going to listen to me. Yes, I don't know what you think our relationship is. <laughs> not bad. Jack. 20-minute running half is not that bad. What's that? You, Carter, you said. I'm good with it. Oh, my. Hey, he told you to man up. That's what I told you to Ice do. Up, son. <laughs> hey, you're good to go, right? Yes, I'm good to go. Yeah, I'm. I'm forever good to go. You don't. He doesn't sound that good to go. I'm forever well, good. We to don't go. find out today. Today? What happened today? They going to the doctor today. I am. We're gonna find out today. After this show, I'm going straight to the doctor. And we're gonna find out how good he is. Man, he's like Tua. We we got to get the cat scans back. And when they come back positive, hey. 40, 10, and 10. If it ain't right, I'm going for 10, 10, 10. 
don't you want scans and stuff and MRIs and X-rays to come back negative? Oh, I meant yeah, I meant negative. I meant negative. I meant negative. I meant I meant positive. Like for me, but you know, negative. My bad. <laughs> I mean, look, he he's just trying to get his. He's just trying to add some clips to his huddle highlights. Okay. Just a little bit. Do basketball players use huddle? Is that a thing? Yes. Uh, it's just a football thing. It's both. Okay. I mean, when you think of the word huddle, you think, I guess you have a huddle in basketball. I used to have a a huddle baseball Ooh. thing. We're going to go look it up. You think it's still active? No. I mean, it was like our coaches would post the oh, game film yeah. on there and I would watch it. Oh. I thought we could go find Carter's huddle highlights from baseball. <laughs> and then put them on the show. Uh, is there anything else? Well, let's do this. Game picks. We're all picking Auburn? Yep. Yeah. John Petty 30, we win by 30. Does Auburn cover a spread? I'm going to bump it up a little bit of eight. I know it's a, I know it's a seven and a half right now. I'll take Auburn 81, Alabama 69. Nice. Devin. Well, I heard you. Since my great. I said Devin. Since my great my great <laughs> high school of LaFell High won last night, I'm going to go with their score. Auburn 73, um, Alabama 38, 35 piece. John Petty has 30 of those? Yep. Okay. Hey, John Petty going to have 30. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will uh, bet you all the money in my wallet that Alabama scores more than 38. You don't even have your wallet right now. <laughs> On Monday. You're going to take all of Auburn money. wins uh, 80 to 68. I'm going to go Auburn 75, Alabama 68. Now, y'all, I really don't believe that. I just went with it because of my <laughs> high school winning. Okay. I'm pretty sure Bama going to score more than 38 points. Now, if it was yeah. Virginia, I'd probably say. I mean, yeah. If you believe that, you might be getting an MRI scan yeah, yeah, on yeah. top <laughs> of the X-ray. See what I'm saying? So, no, let's just, you know. All right, well, that does it for the extra point. Thank you guys for joining me on the show. As every Wednesday, it's always a lot of fun. So, well, let's go ahead and end the show here. Thank you for watching and listening to the extra point here on WEGL 91.1 FM.